What's up, everyone? This is Tony with the Super Friends Podcast. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up that today's episode is a special episode. And also just to notify you guys that, yes, we have been in hiatus again. A lot of it having to do with family stuff, both Javi and I being, you know, husbands and fathers to uh, new kids. We are, you know, just getting swamped with being a dad. And uh, we do apologize, but we're going to be getting back on track here soon, starting with this new episode where we have a special guest. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Super Friends Podcast. My name is Tony, a.k.a. Son of the Bat. And unfortunately, we don't have Javi with us today. He is being a family man up in northern San Diego right now, North County. But we do have a return guest with us today, and he's also been on our YouTube channel. We do have Matt Dunford, the chairman of San Diego Comic Fest. How you doing, Matt? I am doing well. A little swamp, but well. Why do you keep bringing me back on the show? I'm so dumb. Uh, well, you got a lot to say, especially since, like I said, you are the chairman of San Diego Comic Fest, and we do have that coming up next weekend. Now, we've been trying to get together to have this go for a little while now, and as you know, I got a little rug rat, and uh, I've been waiting for this day because it's it's been a long time coming. We uh, had you, like I said, on the YouTube channel. We were talking about it early on uh, when you were still putting stuff together, but yeah, yeah, I mean, let's just get into it. What are we looking forward to this year? Well, we are looking forward to a lot at San Diego Comic Fest, which is coming up from March 7th to the 10th. Where at? At the Four Point Sheraton on Arrow Drive, so right next to our lovely uh, independently owned uh, airport over that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's independently owned, and I just said that. It sounds It sounds. It cool. sounds nice. It sounds nice. <laughs> but there's a lot going on at this San Diego Comic Fest, and I'm really ecstatic that things are coming together so well. We are boasting a massive guest list, uh, one that even certain presidents of... Comic publishers have told me that they were absolutely impressed by, and I can't believe that we are pulling in this kind of a draw for things myself. Um, our theme this year is 50 Years of the Moon Landing, right? and some people might be asking, well, what does that have to do with comics? <laughs> almost um, everything, in my opinion. <laughs> almost everything, really, because every year, um, San Diego Comic Fest, we choose a theme for our show that covers across comics, science fiction, and film. And, of course, the moon landing was a very prevalent theme because it was that moment where science fiction became science fact. And amongst things, you have to look at it because it inspired the space age. Throughout the 1950s and 1960s, the entire world was just fascinated by the whole concept of space travel. It shaped everything in our society from our cars to our architecture, from our advertising. Everything was rocket shaped. Yeah, there was, the there was a big shift in thought process yeah but most importantly it shaped our fiction Mm -hmm. it gave us stuff like star trek and the jetsons and even into the spans of our comics look at it look at wally wood science fiction comics look at al williamson even giving birth to the silver age of comics via fantastic four number one that was our whole thing there with space travel Mm -hmm. and so everything was all about going up into orbit and it so it shaped a culture with that so we thought it would be great to play on that theme well, all coming to a head with the Apollo 11 moon landing mm-hmm. in 1969. 
Yeah, and it's funny because at least for me, it's it's cool because my mom was actually born that day. <laughs> oh, okay. And so last year, actually, I remember because uh, I was volunteering at uh, San Diego Comic Fest. Some of the guys I was putting putting things together, and last year it was um, Mary Shelley, right? It mm-hmm. was the anniversary of Frankenstein, and everyone's trying to figure out. What are we going to do next year? And I think that's the greatest thing is that you guys started right off the bat. You didn't wait to cool down. You guys didn't hold off to settle down and say, okay, we need some vacation time. Let's figure it out later. Everyone was already talking about this year. Nope. Everyone was... We did dive right into it. Right. And so I remember the first things being, okay, well, what about the moon landing? And I was like, oh, that would be huge. That'd be great, you know? Especially since we're out here in San Diego where we're next to Balboa Park and we have the, you know, the museums out there that are also, you know, probably going to be doing something with it. I'm just glad that you guys put something together that does bring the science fiction to the science fact. And it's something in this type of environment, that you have people that are interested in both that and the literature that we're, we both love and grew up with. And it's going to be great, you know? It's going to be really good. And, of course, you know, we do boast on it a lot, but um, we are bringing in some guests also. Uh, each year we do bring in scientists for mm-hmm. our science side of things. So we're bringing in some, some official folks who work at NASA and the Jet Propulsion Lab and also SpaceX awesome. to talk with some of the science fiction authors on things. So you see the science fiction side versus the science fact side. And these are really fascinating panels along the way. But um, aside from those guests, let's not forget that the uh, most important thing about the most important word in San Diego Comic Fest is, of course, comic. Right. So let's talk about some of our comic guests along the way. <laughs> let's... We have a guest of honor. You might have heard of him. He has been called the world's fastest cartoonist. He has also been called the world's greatest cartoonist. Few would argue those claims. <laughs> he has a very sexy mustache. He has been cartooning at Mad Magazine for nearly 60 years. Right. He's the co-creator of Gru. He's worked for just about every comic publisher on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest of honor, Sergio Aragones. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because I'm learning more and more. And, and for me, honestly, like, I, I got into comics probably not as big as you have. I mean, this is your whole life. Like, this is why we created the podcast, right? But when you started telling me about who he was and what he's done and what he's been in, I was like, this is going to be awesome. Like, I need to at least shake this man's hand because he is pretty, pretty I was, sick. I was getting off the phone with him yesterday just saying, it's like, okay, we've got your panel lined up for Saturday at noon. We've got your booth arranged. We've got you promoted on the side. We're going to do a lot of advertising. We've also got your some of your friends and collaborators and things adding, and it's like oh thank you so much you have been so helpful for me I'm so appreciative it's like and I just get off the phone with him and I just have the biggest smile yeah. on my face because it's like I just talked to a living legend <laughs> no for sure and it's pretty cool because like my mother she actually passed down some old man magazines that she had when she was you know younger and I remember reading those and a lot, finding a lot of his stuff and not really knowing who he was and now I'm realizing oh damn like this guy has he's been in it for a while he's been in it for a while and if anyone I mean for Sergio's origin story basically um, he was born in Spain and as a baby his family moved away from Spain to escape the Spanish Civil War so they moved to Mexico City so he grew up in Mexico City and Basically, before he learned to walk, he was picking up crayons and drawing all over the walls. He just loved drawing and drawing and drawing. So he started drawing as a little kid. He would draw other kids' homework assignments for him. And then and like he went to an architecture school mm-hmm. in Mexico City. And then after graduating, he decided, you know what, maybe I don't want to be an architect as much as I thought. But he'd also studied puppetry and pantomiming. So he learned about how people move and how things move. And right. so that influenced his artistic abilities as well. So 
basically he said, you know, I want to be a cartoonist, but you can't really be a cartoonist here in Mexico City. So in 1962, he hops on a plane and flies to New York City. He says the place where people do cartooning is New York City. So he goes to New Yorker. They say, nah, you're too cartoony for us. Uh, go to Mad Magazine. He doesn't want to go to Mad. So he goes to New York Times. You're too cartoony. Go to Mad Magazine. He tries all the <laughs> newspapers in town. And they all reject him, so he finally goes to Mad Magazine. Right. And there he asks to speak with Antonio Projias, who was the uh, cartoonist from Spy vs. Spy. He knew he was from Cuba, so he spoke Spanish. Sergio did not speak a lick of English at all. And so he goes there, and Projias welcomes him in, and Projias um, shows him around the spot, and he says, uh, Mr. Projias, could you introduce me to the editor, because I don't speak English. And he says, well, you'll have to introduce yourself, because I don't speak English either. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing start. Just come out here and be like, okay, this is what I want to do. And Sergio shows him a stack of samples. Boom. Sergio's hired the next day. Yeah. And he's been there for nearly 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's he's been an amazing artist. And like I said, just it's funny to realize that someone who, at least for me, has had influence in my life and I didn't even know it is going to be at this show. Like, I'm I am hyped. I'm very hyped. But we have a lot of other guests that are going to be showing up too, right? Oh, yes. Um, we also have a special Golden Age comic guest. Mr. Alan Bellman will be joining us for the show. So, Alan Bellman has been working... He started working on Captain America in 1942. Hmm. Shortly, you know, after Kirby left. Like, the Sid Shores era. It's And he's still around. Hmm. and he is still drawing so yes i will definitely be picking up a sketch from mr alan Bellman. <laughs> and so i mean there's not a lot of golden age comic professionals around so definitely yeah. take the opportunity to meet mr bellman and he will be doing a spotlight panel on his career and everyone says you know even into his 90s he's super energetic and super funny and so yeah. wonderful and we are really looking forward to having him at the show yeah, I think one of the cool things about the show too, and you know, you talked about it the last last year uh, when when we were talking to you, is the fact that it is a lot more intimate than larger shows that a lot of people are used to, and I don't think I don't think our listeners are really going to understand that unless they show up because I didn't know what that meant until I went. I was talking to people that I didn't know what they did until after they introduced themselves, and I was still blown away because of how comfortable I was talking to them and how comfortable they were. It wasn't a, bar a bombardment of you know crazy fans. It wasn't, okay, this person only has this much time. Everyone's willing to talk to you there, and it's great because they're there for the same reasons that you are, and they want to share in that joy with everyone. It's awesome. Everybody goes at their own pace at San Diego Comic Fest, as opposed to bigger conventions where things might feel a little more pressured and you know, everyone has got that hustle and bustle going on. Right. I love big shows too. Same. But not everybody can move at that pace. And so it's at Comic Fest, it's an environment where you can dip your toes in. But even more established fans who've been around the block a lot more can appreciate it because of the plethora of special guests that we offer and the approachability of these guests. Exactly. Because where else are you going to be able to find the time? Or the space to, like you said, run into Alan Bellman. Like, where? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Because, you know, and, and the whole thing about it is oftentimes it feels like when you go up to these creators, the only time you get to ask them certain questions if, is if they're on a panel. Right. And you're in front of a thousand people. And you say, um, excuse me, I love your work and um, it changed my life. And, and it's like, it might get a little nervous for everyone. Exactly. But for the approachability of just like, you know, being able to sit down and, you know, have a cup of coffee with someone or just you know some jokes at the bar or just like just bumping into someone in the hallway that you get at comic fest it's yeah. a great environment this is what comic conventions were like back in the 70s when san diego comic-con first started off and right. so it just is a wonderful experience to provide that and you just literally get to bump into people who have been prevalent figures in comic and animation history and science fiction history and they're just all there hanging out yeah 
Yeah, it's super chill. Like I, I can't I can't express enough how chill it is. Like you're just walking around these people and they're walking with you and they're asking how your day is and then you start talking about books. Like it's like a regular day hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing in the world. It's when I'm hanging out with people who as a child I called hero, but now as an adult I just called him friend. Right. It's it's the coolest thing. Yeah. So with with this going on too, you have it. How many days are we looking at here? It is a four day event, um, or I might even say three point five because our, <laughs> we have a Thursday event because it's go, that's going to be an afternoon event, sort of like a party towards five p.m. or whatnot, where everyone just gets gets back and enjoys some drink. Think of it as like a preview night for San Diego Comic Con, right? Because honestly, like nobody's going to come to a Thursday show during the day. We all got work, we all got jobs, and people are more likely to come on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. But Thursday, it's just like, you know, it's just going to be an evening thing. Mm. So, but the preview night party is included in the four-day package only, so it's a little more intimate event to warm up the things in a smaller crowd. Tickets for the event are $50 for the full four-day weekend. Um, I think... And then we also offer single day passes, military discounts, uh, senior discounts, student discounts, and children 12 and under are always free. And I know you are a very busy man, especially with, like I said, everything kind of coming down to the wire here. But uh, I know you always have your hands in a bunch of other things. What else is going on in the life of Matt Dunford right now? Um, basically, there's a lot going on in the life of uh, Matt Dunford right now. Um, I'm getting involved with a new project, which you'll actually be able to um, dip your toes into at uh, San Diego Comic Fest. I'm working with a woman nowadays. Uh, her name is Sandra Scheller. Uh, her mother was uh, Ruth Sachs, who was actually a Holocaust survivor. And she did a panel at Comic-Con last year, which... A thousand people lined up for, but only 250 people were able to get in this room. Wow. And she passed away last year. And as you might know previously of me, I was working in World War II publication, uh, World War II history publication website. And so I worked on that for three years. And now I've moved away from that. And now I'm helping Sandra along the way to talk about her mother, to talk about her experiences in the three concentration camps and some World War II history. And so it's interesting because... Uh, you know, we are going to be doing a panel together at San Diego Comic Fest. That'll be Friday at 4 p.m. in the Montgomery Theater, where we're going to be talking about propaganda and comics during World War II and during the Holocaust. So you get to see that certain Americans who took issue with the United States' isolationist policy and not wanting to get into the war, I mean, Captain America punching Hitler in the face was a big stance. Yeah. <laughs> we were not at war. But Jack Kirby took issue with what he was doing to the Jews in uh, in Europe. And, of course, even certain other comics were, you know, showing imagery of the Holocaust and concentration camps before this was known to the public. And people just thought this was fiction. No, mm. this was actually legitimately happening. And the fact is we're seeing this in comics before we see this in actual newspapers. Right. Yeah, newspapers were afraid to touch on the issue. So it's an opportunity for me to take my World War II history and my comic history and blend it together with what Sandra is doing and her mother and what all that she went through and seeing the propaganda of how you know Germany basically brainwashed an entire population to thinking the Jews are evil. Right. I think that's one of the greatest things that I've noticed you have been able to do with you know your background with what you've done in work outside of the comic book stuff. You always bring it together. I always find a way to tie things together. So it's not just comics. It's right. eventually, you know, you'll mention to comedy, you'll mention to animation, you'll mention to film and science fiction. Comic book conventions are just the opportunity to bring it all together. Right. And I think a lot of people they they just keep it kind of black and white when they hear about a comic book convention. But if you're into film, if you're into literature, if you're into history, 
this is the best place to go to because you're going to find something that's going to be your niche. Yeah, there's always, at comic conventions, there's always something for everyone. Right. You may not be a hardcore fan of something, but I bet you you can walk into a con and find something you're a fan of. Right. So, guys, definitely this next weekend. Again, what are the dates? March 7th through the 10th at uh, at the Four Points Sheraton on Arrow Drive. So join us. Meet Sergio Aragonis. Come meet Alan Bellman. And please join me for my 25th anniversary of the Spider-Man animated series because I'm letting my personal fanboy fly with that. I was my, waiting for this one. <laughs> it's my all-time favorite cartoon. And so I get to be my personal fanboy and I get to celebrate the big thing that I've been wanting to for the longest time. So, uh, yeah, you can hear that enthusiasm in my voice because I'm really, really looking forward to it. 100%. And actually... Actually, you know, with that being said, with the Oscars just finishing up, how happy were you about Into the Spider-Verse? I was very happy about Into the Spider-Verse because it was my favorite movie of last year. Yeah. And, um, but the whole thing is, if you were a fan of the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon, you mm -hmm. might notice that the plot of that movie seemed oddly familiar. Right. So John Semper and I at Comic Fest are going to be doing a panel called True Origins of the Spider-Verse, <laughs> where we talk about how the Spider-Man animated series, the final two episodes of the show, Spider-Wars, influenced and created the Spider-Verse. So for those of you guys who enjoy that movie, which there are a ton of you out there, I highly suggest coming in to see that panel. With that, Matt, thank you for being on our on our episode. I really appreciate it. And we're definitely going to be seeing you at the show, of course. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to having you guys around. Yeah. So again, next weekend, definitely be there. And that's all we have time for. But hit us up next week when we have another episode and we'll have Hobby. Talk right. to you guys later. See you at Comic Fest. Bye.